0: BG-23, you know what that is? BG-23, 23 years before Google. What was life? Well, I was a young man, 25 year old, really full of energy. And I thought I knew a lot about garment industry. I could engineer the product. I could do the time studies, motion studies. I knew how to divide the one minute into 10 thousand TMUs to get every motion. But very quickly, I found that I really did not know anything about the garment industry. So I'm going to share a, a, a short story with you all. I was living in Toronto working for a young man called Ziggy Fromer. One evening, he tells me tomorrow morning, meet me at the airport, Toronto. We're going for an auction to buy a plant. In this auction, they were going to sell everything except for the brand name. The two brothers had decided to close up the business and all the assets were being sold. We arrived there at nine o'clock in the morning. The auction is going to be at one o'clock and pre-auction inspection, you had a list of things which are being sold as package one, two, three, four, five. On four floors, we got sewing machines of different kinds. Cutting tables, spreading push trolleys, hand cutting, spreading, um, cutting machines, all as packages. So as we are in the cutting room, we see on the wall a lot of paper patterns hanging. A lot of them. The whole wall was full of them. So Ziggy asked the auctioneer, what is that part of? Which package is this part of? And the guy says, oh, that? No, we did not package it. Why? Are you interested? And Ziggy says, I maybe if the price is right. The guy says, all right. Uh, remember, this is 1975. said, so give me $200 and you can take it all. The guy left. Ziggy walked up with me, looked at the numbers of styles, pulled out two sets of patents, two different styles, took out $200, and we walked up to the auctioneer's desk, gave him that, took a receipt, and he tells me, let's go. So what do you mean? He said, I just bought his entire business. This guy is successful because his pants fit absolutely fantastic. We all in the industry have been trying to replicate that fit, and we have not been able to do that. Just remember, these were pre-CAD days. By buying those two sets of patterns of two different cuts, he felt he just bought the entire business. This was my first lesson in the fashion industry, that fit sells. Fashion is fit. We in the fashion industry didn't have that many challenges at that time as we have today. There were very few movement of people, people who lived in certain areas always stayed there. So we knew kind of whatever is the demographics of one city is kind of locked in to that area. Unlike what we have today, we have so many people with so many shapes, with age groups, with preferences prices, fit, products, it is almost the age when we can say this is mass customization. So how do you define who is your customer? The retailers in America are really at the crossroads where they don't know whether they understand the consumer. By just buying and putting it in the inventory and put it on the shelves, And hope to God that it sells, it doesn't work. It didn't work. And it's not going to work. There are a handful of retailers left. And those who are left will have to pivot. They will have to think customer first. Their profitability will come automatically if they follow what customers' needs are. It is not always the largest quantity. It is not always the largest store. Why do you think all the trends are set by specialty stores? The specialty stores are the ones who make money. They set the trends. And the second tier and third tier retailer, they all try to cash in to see what is hot. It's not wrong because you want to reach out to the other segment of people who cannot afford to buy the $300 garment. The question now is, how quickly can you do that? The democracy of fashion, the internet, the media kind of expands so quickly where you know what is hot, where. Question now is, are you able to get that message out?